Hey there, I'm Judy Kroon. Welcome to another episode of Laugh Long and Prosper. This is exciting. Today I am joined by, by my longtime amazing friend and even more awesome comedian, Evan Carter. Evan is a legend in the Canadian comedy scene and has been considered by fans and comics alike, including myself, one of the best ever. For years, he's been at the top of the heap and continues to deliver clean and witty comedy as good as it gets. Evan's versatility, his experience, his professionalism serve him well, and he transitions easily from different venues, such as the opening of the 2015 Pan Am Games, to concert halls, working with musical stars such as Gladys Knight, The Temptations, Air Supply, Dionne Warwick, John Cougar, Midnight Oil, and the late Marvin Gaye, as well as so many other top names in the business. Evan equally excels at delivering quality performances to private corporate conferences and local fundraisers. Evan has worked on numerous TV shows, including his own half-hour specials on CBC and the Comedy Network. And on radio, Evan appears regularly on CBC's Metro Morning, Fresh Air, Later the Same Day, LOL, and The Debaters. Evan, welcome to the show. Hey, Judy, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, my God. You know what? I have been saying this for years that you and I have to uh, do this this together. And, mm -hmm. you know, time always wings by. But I'm glad we're finally uh, getting a chance to chat this way. Yeah, no, this worked out uh, uh, well. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to, to have a chat because usually you and I are very like two ships passing in the night. I know. And uh, it's, it's, it's good to get a chance to sit down and, and talk with you. Well, you know, you reminded me about something because uh, first of all, uh, I will say to folks, Evan is one of the most amazing fundraisers. Anytime there's been something that, uh, you know, someone needs help with the show, needs help fundraising, needs help with an organization, Evan is so generous with his time. He's an amazing comedian, but he's also very, uh, very, very generous. And uh, I, I know for myself, anytime one of my little fundraisers, whether it be for uh, whatever organization, whether it's for animals, whether it's for people, uh, Evan has <laughs> always been like right there for the two-legged and the four-legged being. Yeah. So I so even, appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and even and even people who act like animals. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was we raised a lot of money for those people. <laughs> that's uh, right. We're not prejudiced. Right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Sure, sure, they were pigs, but they got all the money we raised. That's yeah. right. They got every <laughs> single penny. But the every other good news. <laughs> <laughs> the other good news is that part of that is you are uh, you and 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 your partner and you guys and you're building your fellow tenants. I know every couple of weeks I swing by there and collect uh, clothing and dry goods for an organization that uh, that I've been fortunate to be part of for the last couple of years called City Street Outreach. They help yeah. uh, Toronto's vulnerable. And you and Anne have spearheaded the drive in the building there with your amazing condo manager, Kathy. Happy, yeah. And I just love her. And uh, and so, first of all, thank you for doing that. I mean, I just can't, you can't, uh, you guys just don't know how much everything is appreciated. It's just like a giant carload, a giant SUV full. 
every couple of weeks from Anne and Devin and uh, myself. But what I love about that, aside from doing something good, which is great, we always get that opportunity because we fly by each other like two ships in the night. Yep. It is an opportunity to say, hey, what are you watching on TV? So, Evan right. Carter, I'm going to ask you now while I have you on the spot, what are you watching on TV? We just, uh, we just watched the other night um, the uh, documentary on Mr. Dressup. Oh, how was that? It was great. It was it was really really great. And uh, you know, uh, have a box of Kleenex uh, by Aww. because it's but it's it's really well done. And you you start to see the uh, the friendship that he had not only with uh, the, the folks that worked on the show, but also his longtime uh, friendship with uh, Fred Rogers and mm. how they really. Uh, hooked up first in the in the U.S. I didn't know Mr. Dressup was from the uh, the U.S. Wait a um, second, that is breaking news. I didn't know that either. Where in the yeah, states? Yeah, from Where Maine. From really? Maine. Yeah. Wow. And uh, uh, where he met uh, Fred Rogers, and then uh, Fred Rogers got a job up here at I believe it was the CBC, and he brought up uh, Ernie Coombs to. Uh, to work on the show, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. So that was a good uh, documentary. And then, what else have we been watching? We have been um, there's always some British stuff that we yeah that we oh. go to that we really liked. Um, and then have the other started, day, have you started watching? By the way, because I don't want to forget to ask you, have you mm -hmm. started watching Unforgotten? Uh, with Nicola Walker she's you know it's these British series you're always like oh god I know that person if you watched it you would go oh I know her she's from this she's from that but that's oh, okay. really good that's five <clears throat> seasons worth and okay. she plays of course a detective but yeah. unforgotten it is a 10 out of 10. Oh okay we'll look mm -hmm. at we will look into that and and what I love about the uh a lot of the, either the British series and even some of the series from you know, whether it be Iceland or Norway, mm -hmm. or, they're like a season is like eight episodes, right? Yeah, and you're Dang. just going, okay, um, we can do this in you know in a couple of days, and and uh, and then you're sitting around going, okay, what next? And then so unforgotten, I will uh, uh, look into that, and then we uh, watched. Uh, don't don't you find in those Norwegian and well when you find when you watch those Scandinavian detective series because mm -hmm. whether it's Norway or Finland or Iceland yep. their houses and apartments are so clean like nobody even has like a sock on the floor I know they're so just, clean so methodical you know, know. It, the adventures it's, of Sklar Peplar I love it <laughs> it's just everything is just uh an ikea commercial yeah. it's just everything totally. everything is put away in their boxes <laughs> and stuff in north america especially the states it's almost as if people are cast for the way they look and then they they fit into the role that they're playing not that they can act but i just find especially the british actors right. i just find that they're so real it's like even on coronation street everybody looks tired no makeup <laughs> it's like how i look yeah. on a zoom call like these look yeah, like right. real people you know i could get a tv series in england i'm sure i could oh my god judy uh <laughs> You, you and I, you and I could be making bank because, sure. because of, uh, you know, I just got to take out the front row and uh, I could be, I, uh, 
Dock you, worker number three. Exactly. You want real, we got real. Regarding <laughs> comedy, I always meant to ask you because you are so uh you're so fluent on stage. You're so uh relaxed on stage and it just seems like stuff comes to the top of your head. But, you know, being a comic, I know that's not the case. We all right. have to work at this, right? Nobody yeah. sees the structure behind the stand-up. So what I wanted to ask you is, do you have, what are your comedy habits? Do you write every day? Do you write once a week? Do you just add on more tags? Like you're the king of the tags. I just like how you would develop an idea, how something can be a a five minute bit one month and then I'll see you three months later and it's turned into a half an hour. I love that. So what is your comedy habit? Do you write on stage or do you write uh, every day, once a week? What? How does it's, the mind of Evan Carter work? It's, it's um, uh, there are times that I'll, I'll sit down and unfortunately I don't have the discipline to write every day. Although I, I can get into a uh, uh, a real flow, and I just start, I just start writing, and then I'll go back to uh, uh, to my notes the the following day, and I'll look at something again, and then I'll just uh, take it up on stage, and and once it starts coming out of my mouth, I have a better idea on how the uh, the bit is going to flow. So then I just keep working it on stage work working it on stage uh i record uh i won't say every time i go up but probably 95 percent of the, the time that i go up and then i will listen to it because sometimes stuff comes out on stage that that just wasn't on the paper mm. that i uh, i prefer and and things just start to flow and then uh once i go through the uh uh, the notes and the recordings, uh, it all just starts to uh, to come together. The uh, but, like I say, I don't have the discipline to. There are some who are uh, like Seinfeld is one of those guys that can sit down and and just write every day. And I think Jay Leno was one of those guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, even our friend Simon Rakoff, uh, Simon uh, has the discipline to sit down. And I know. Put pen Amazing. to paper, uh, uh, just about uh, every day. But it, it it does feel good when I can, when I can sit down in just a quiet spot, uh, whether it's in my office at home or just in an airport or something like that. I just go off in the corner and, and stuff just starts coming to me, and I still use, uh, you know, pen and paper. I. I'm not able to just sit and record it into a phone and mm. then uh, transcribe it. It just doesn't work for me. So I sit down with a, with you know, like a the yellow lined paper and uh, and a pen, and and I'm a pretty happy guy at that point. And how to feel? How good does it feel to be in front of live audiences again? Like we went through nearly three years of COVID. Yeah. Uh, you know, two years like super hardcore, and then a year where people are getting back used to getting used to it again. How does it feel to be in front of a, a, a live audience again? And did you have any takeaways from uh, from COVID? Uh, I did. I, I really enjoy being back in front of a live audience because it was horrible uh, uh, doing the Zoom the Zoom shows and it oh. was just and, and oh my God, people would just turn off their cameras and you're just going, you know what? What? <laughs> Can you, can, you know, and every once in a while they would 
they would they would turn on their camera and they'd be doing stuff around like their house <laughs> right and stuff and you're just going well and then they'd look up at the screen like well it's it's like the radio's on in the background <laughs> and 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 you're just going through regret and despair but it's <laughs> But so being back in front of a live audience is really good. And quite often, uh, people are very, very happy to be out because mm -hmm. uh, as human beings, we're, we're social animals and, and we, we, we like that contact with, with other human beings. And it's, uh, it's really great to see just people being happy being out. And what else I found interesting was that and even if you just, you know, go out for a drive or walk around the city or uh, it doesn't even have to be in your audience, that there is a certain percentage of people who uh, forgot how to act in public, apparently. Mm -hmm. and, you're right. You know, and you're just going, wow, you know, do, you know, does, does Margaret Mead have to, you know, study you? Because apparently, <laughs> apparently for those two and a half years, you've gone right back to... Um, uh, you know, the trees, you know. Wonderful. It's, uh, and like I said, it was a horrible thing to go through, but we did have some takeaways. We learned the power of laughter. My God, you know, I mean, some oh, of those could be brutal, but the power of laughter, the power of love, the power of listening to the scientists and the power of a liquor store, quite frankly, because oh yeah, where would we be oh, yeah. without the LCBO? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, and this is the thing, you know, because even though the lineups were long, they moved along because people just went in and grabbed exactly what they wanted and then <laughs> and then they went out they just they just left and went home and and you know you're hearing newscasts like people alcohol is the rate of alcoholism is going up yes yes it is <laughs> uh, you know yeah I still remember the good old days when, you know, I could have alcohol in my purse and it wasn't hand sanitizer. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, not that not that we didn't try to melt that stuff down, but uh, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's not fitting through the needle. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Well, I learned how to cook during COVID. I can make penne a la vodka without the penne. I mean, there without, were a yeah. lot of takeaways from a lot COVID. of takeaways from uh, they're really now. From, are you traveling from, a lot? By the way, I meant to ask you, you're doing uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I've also forgot to mention in your credits. You're traveling with the Motown show. How's so, that going? It's uh, great. The Legends of Motown. We were just uh, actually in Montreal and then Quebec City. Uh, in the next couple of days, we will be at Roy Thompson Hall. And then uh, we'll be traveling out throughout southern Ontario. And then probably next spring, we'll hit um, uh, probably uh, either eastern or western Canada. But we will... We, we generally go right across the country throughout the uh, the year and it's it's just been a fabulous show it's about year five for me traveling with this uh, uh, incredible group of musicians and singers and there's a total the, the total cast is 16 of us so this is a big show that that travels around and uh, uh, when we're we'll fly to a location and then we get on the big tour tour coaches and uh wet that sleep um uh the band and i are in one of the coaches so we've got all of our our bunks and everything like that and then the singers are in uh another coach 
and it's uh, it's fantastic. It's a great show, and the the crowds have been uh, magnificent. It was uh, like I say, we just came from Montreal and then Quebec City, and they, they and you know there was a concern on my part because my my French is horrendous, mm -hmm. but um, the audiences are just so happy, and you've got you know. Uh, uh, over a thousand people up dancing in a, uh, That's in a theater. Amazing. Yeah, which is which is great. And we're, we're you know once again we're looking forward to getting into say Roy Thompson Hall uh, this week, and I think that's about twenty three hundred that it holds, and it's it's fantastic that uh, to have a show where the the, the theater manager. Like during the show, and this has happened on a number of occasions, during the show, we'll uh, come up to our producer and say, when do you want to come back? Because I'm booking the show again mm. right now. Wow. And, uh, and when you hear crews just talk about uh, how much they enjoy the show. Um, that's, that's a that's, true testament. That's, that's a real testament to... To what we've got going, so it was. Um, it's been it's been a great ride traveling around with the legends of Motown, and uh, it's wonderful because in the beginning of my career, I was I was uh, opening up for a lot of the originals. So it's um, it, it's nice to come almost full circle. Judy, it's uh, it's it's all good. It's always a pleasure to uh, to chat with you, Ev. And please check out Evan. If you want to book Evan, go to evancarter.com and check out that Motown show if it's coming to your uh, if it's coming to your city because you know what a great way to celebrate uh, being able to be out again, like dancing yeah. in the aisles, thousands of people dancing in the aisles. Evan Carter, thank you for being the person that you are and for all that you do for everybody else and just making us laugh on top of it uh folks uh thank you for tuning in to laugh long and prosper you want to check out any of the other episodes you go to spotify soundcloud amazon any of the streaming networks and if you have a question for uh, myself or evan just go to judycroon.com or evancarter.com until next time folks laugh long and prosper